Welcome to another episode of Take the Leap, where we're learning about tools to take the risk of reconnecting with our best selves. My name is Shay, and I'm excited to be your guide and mindset mentor on this journey of transformation and discovery every Monday and Wednesday. Of course, I'm on my own path, but I love working with people daily, okay, to question the answers and the system of things that we're operating in, which some of us lovingly recall as the matrix. On today's episode, we're discussing ways to build resilience through mindfulness and meditation. And before we really get into the topic, I do want to address, um, I get questioned a lot about if meditation and prayer are the same. And so for the purpose of this podcast and this episode, the black and white answer is no. Although prayer is often, um, prayer and meditation often overlap. Prayer is more of a a spiritual or religious vehicle, right? And meditation is classified as more secular. And they kind of both do some of the same things, but there's some very distinct differences. So we shouldn't ignore that they do overlap and elements of each can exist within the other. But when we talk about those separate things, um, we want to talk about meditation focusing on self-awareness, right? Uh, a lot of things that have to deal with relaxation, reducing stress, and reaching a peaceful mindset, right? Being able to reflect on your emotions rather than letting them lead your decisions, but being in control and having balanced emotions, not just for your experience in life, but also for your mental picture. And we'll talk about that later in podcasts as well, or we can get into that in the groups, but talking about your mental picture and um the frequency that is associated with those particular emotions, okay? So meditation is focused on that. Prayer can include those things, but it also encompasses an element of worship, which is often attached to specific belief systems, okay? And then there's um, also a vehicle, prayer is a vehicle to ask for guidance or help from um, a higher source, right, that you tap into that is connected and living within everyone. So those are a few of the specific things that make them very distinct and different, even though they do overlap in our lives, okay? And if you're a Bible reader, you'll know that meditation, that word appears in scriptures as well. So you can kind of understand what I'm saying from there. By no means, because we did go there, the Bible is one of the most read books in the world. So by no means are we on this podcast talking about um, any type of doctrine or specific belief system okay we want to welcome everyone to listen and when we're having our discussions outside of the podcast i definitely want you to feel free and able to um, be who you are and share your system of beliefs without feeling attacked okay one day we'll talk about that as well because i think that often people feel like if i open myself up to this it means that one i condone it which it doesn't Um, And it means, two, I have to adopt it in my life to be a kind person. And that's not true at all. So we just want everyone to feel safe in this space. That's what we're creating here, okay? So um, let's talk about what five ways we can build resilience, okay, through these mediums of meditation and mindfulness. So meditation we talked about is that broad term, right? Encompassing so many techniques that are aimed at training the mind, right? And 
training the mind, what are we trying to achieve with that? We're trying to achieve a state of focused attention, a state of relaxation, a state of um, heightened awareness, right? And it includes practices like mindfulness, um, loving kindness meditation or transcendental meditation. And there's so many more. So we're not, that deserves its own podcast, okay? Going over the different types of uh, meditation and what's involved with that. But if we compare that to mindfulness, then mindfulness is actually a specific form of a type of meditation. And it's a mental practice that involves um, paying deliberate, non-judgmental, I want to focus non-judgmental attention to the present moment, right? Um, It often includes observing uh, your thoughts, your emotions, and your sensations without getting caught up in them. So when I talked about earlier, um, being in a space of uh, getting that mental peace, right? Having that um, materialized in your world, then we're talking about not being led by emotions right so not getting caught up in the sensations that emotions bring but being able to step back from them evaluate the situation reflect on what our options are to respond and make an intentional decision right to respond and mindfulness can be part of your meditation or integrate it just in daily life practices it doesn't have to be during a meditative moment um, it definitely is something uh, I talk about a lot as far as promoting your, your self-awareness and then stress reduction, okay? So if we were to summarize it, meditation is just more of a general term encompassing various techniques, while mindfulness is a particular form of meditation focused on being uh, present in the moment, okay? Both are beneficial for mental and emotional well-being, which is why we're talking about them today. So... I want to talk about five strategies really quick and with this podcast there will be information and sometimes you might think hey the information is incomplete the information is not incomplete the information that you're missing is that action on your part that needs to be implemented right because this is about self-reflection it's not about validation from outside individuals so again you have to do the work in order for you to um, access and reconnect to that inner knowing that you've been disconnected from, okay? So I do wanna explain that. And again, we'll have an opportunity to take the conversation further um, into uh, our, our group on Facebook. And then you can also contact us on WhatsApp as well. And we'll be giving you that information so that you can make contact, all right? But let's talk about the five things. Number one, first of all, getting into a regular practice. If you haven't heard episode one, go ahead and check that out. But one thing we talk about in episode, um, the first episode is exercising the muscle right it's something that has to be there's some unlearning that has to happen there and regular practice is how you exercise the muscle it's how you let it become second nature right especially if you're not used to doing it and it's a new practice for you so you want to commit to a regular meditation and mindfulness practice whether that be like i know sometimes for me i want to jump into something and i want to be an expert at it right um for instance when i started working out unfortunately though my stamina is not there i got to train my muscles and so i would start with like walking to the mailbox i had a surgery 
um, and I needed to go through physical therapy again. And so I had to start in small spurts. I was no longer able to run a mile or two miles, you know? And so I would start with the mailbox and then I would do that run to the mailbox several times a day. And then I would go to the end of the block and then I would, I would do two or three blocks and then I commit to a mile. So don't beat up on yourself, right? When you start to, to do the mindfulness practice and the meditation, it can be difficult to focus your mind. So consistency is gonna be key with that. Um, and being consistent means that you're going to dedicate time each day to cultivate awareness and presence. And like I said, there's so many techniques to um, meditation that you may spend some time exploring the different techniques as well. What's working for you um, and what resonates for you as the technique. Okay. Uh, number two, stress reduction. Um, using mindfulness is a really good tool to manage stress because when you encounter uh, stressors, you want to be able to take a step back and observe your reactions without that judgment. That is going to be the most difficult thing without judgment, right? Um, something happens and it doesn't feel good on the receiving end. Maybe you're the giver and there's another individual who's the receiver. So you have a set of emotions and that individual has a set of emotions. And perhaps the set of emotions that they display towards you is not something that was intentional. And, and maybe you feel some type of way. Like you, you're like, hey, I didn't intend that and I don't feel good about you feeling that way. When the truth is, we're not able to change how someone receives. We're not able to change how someone feels, right? But upsetting someone, causing someone to have a negative feeling can also create a little bit of stress in us, right? So that's what I mean by that judgment. And then we start thinking, I'm a bad person, or maybe we assign certain names to ourselves. I don't want to call out any, but you know, uh, there's the there's the snitch with a B, you, those type of things. Um, we might start thinking that we're a bad person or that we're a mean person. And so mindfulness really allows you to look at those actions and not have any judgment and just say, okay, is this something that fits within my boundaries? Um, is this something that I do want to continue with? Is this something that I want to change? How do I want to change it? Right. Um, and then you get to respond thoughtfully to that. So you're having this thought process that you're going through when we're talking about um, mindfulness. It gives you that chance to slow everything down and, and really choose intentionally what you would like. And these are the times that I really say a journal is so, so imperative because being able to write down things in the moment, I think it's also a good idea for you to be able to review those things, not hold those things in your mind as a practice or as a memory, but being able to kind of dump that into a place where when you want to access it, you can. And when would I suggest accessing those things? Um, progress sometimes, we forget about the progress. We can get really beat down again judgment right about the things that are happening whether we feel like we're moving forward or being successful on this journey or not right so mindfulness can really help us with that impulsivity that comes with our actions and that comes with the conditioning of uh, negative thoughts that we have as well it gives us a chance to kind of meditate on that um, focus on that isolate those things and then decide what we want to do with them so that's the second benefit okay um the third one which we've talked a little bit about is being in control of your emotions or emotional regulation 
I was recently uh, scrolling my social media and I ran into an individual who was upset about some customer service they had received, right? And so I decided to stay until the end. And at the very end of the experience, because there's other people like onlookers or whatnot, the individual um, turns around and then they tell the those people to have a great day. The person that they were addressing though, who they felt gave them back customer service. I mean, there were lots of things that were said to the individual and so they would appear angry. Now, I like to say that when you're angry, the energy is just like all over the place, right? There's no emotional regulation. The emotions are up and anybody can get it, <laughs> is what I like to say. As a matter of fact, everybody's gonna get it, right? It doesn't matter, it's who's ever in the way, they're gonna receive that energy, that angry energy, right? But what I like to differentiate from that is a read, right? Because there are some times, I personally believe there are some times when you do need to stand up for yourself and people are not gonna like what you have to say. They're not gonna like how you feel about their actions. They're not gonna like how you're receiving what they're presenting and it will go in the reverse as well people are always are not always going to be excited about what they're receiving from your actions okay and from your expressions so just remember that it's definitely reciprocal and everybody deserves that space but um i feel like emotional regulation i call it a read right a read because the anger um, and the information is directed specifically to a person. It's direct and intentional, all right? So it means, hey, I'm addressing this with you. Everybody can't get it. Everybody doesn't deserve it, and it does not resonate for everyone. This is specific to you. That's what I call a read, okay? And sometimes you guys are out here reading books, baby. <laughs> But <clears throat> when you're emotionally regulated, it just simply means that you're able to feel the emotion, release it, let it pass without it overwhelming you. And again, causing impulsive thoughts or impulsive behavior that could be harmful for you or others in the long run, okay? So when difficult emotions arise, meditating on them without attachment it allows that passing. It allows it not to overwhelm you so much. So again, another benefit to meditation and mindfulness. Um, the fourth benefit is cultivating like a spirit of gratitude, a mind of gratitude. Mindfulness is a technique of meditation that can like enhance your sense of gratitude, right? Um, it's definitely a position where you can regularly reflect on the things that you're grateful for even when there's challenging times. It's so crazy because we have this saying of energy goes, energy flows where focus goes, right? So a lot of the times when we do have adverse things happen because we often tend to think, and that's why I love being the mindset mentor, because we often tend to think that things are happening to us and we don't even entertain the option that things are happening for us, right? So when things are happening to us, it could definitely um, create a rise in whatever emotion we're feeling, whether it's sadness, whether it's um, anxiety, if we're anxious, right? Or if it's anger, um, sometimes it might be revenge. So 
mindfulness gives us a chance to be able to reflect on on the uh, the other aspect right not just what's happening there but what other things are also happening that have not um, broken down or um, that are supportive aspects during the challenging time it can definitely help shift our perspective and then build resilience help us bounce back right Um, the last and final but not the least important of the five strategies that I want to talk about today and why mindfulness and meditation is beneficial is for uh, building your self-compassion. We talked about that throughout all the other four, right? And it's about being kind to yourself. One day we'll have to talk about kind versus nice, but being kind to yourself, right? Using meditation to cultivate self-compassion and self-acceptance, right? So that you can treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a friend or a family member who's facing similar challenges. It seems like oftentimes we are conditioned or encouraged to be like a martyr, right? I have to sacrifice whatever my needs and my concerns are. I may not receive support, but I'm a good person and I'm a kind person if I provide support to the individual. I often even talk about that when um, I'm in groups uh, and we're talking about happiness or love because it's no one's responsibility to love you or make you happy. It's completely your experience to cultivate, like your responsibility to cultivate love and um, happiness, right? And then those are things that you share with people that you extend, but you cannot extend it to anyone or share something that you don't have first. And so it's very important, this self-compassion. We beat up on ourselves a lot. Things happen. We are human and we make mistakes right um sometimes we we, it's hard for us to forgive ourselves and if you didn't do something intentionally and even if you do something intentionally accountability is the key right accountability but beating up on ourselves it doesn't change anything what it does is gives us a negative view of self and then we we stop having the love we stop having the happiness and then um, our relationships around us are affected right so i am a firm believer that working on self greatly improves our relationships and our interactions in those relationships are more favorable and productive i'm not saying that good things are always happening right but i'm saying that we're able to see both sides of the coin it's my opinion with all these relationships and things that's going on and i know i know i know i know if you've been sneaking around looking okay you know that Miss Shay here is not in a relationship, so I try not to talk about those things. But when I'm on social media, it's just so crazy, this war between the sexes, I really don't understand. And all I can really think of is like, hey, I guess they're doing a good job of people not procreating because, you know, rumor has it, we got an issue with um, overpopulation or whatever. So maybe this is just one of those solutions, okay? Don't come for me in the comments, okay? But integrating these practices in your daily life, you can definitely gradually build resilience. Um, Sometimes I know we have microwaves. I don't, but I know there's microwaves and things are so instant. Everything's happening in in 60 seconds or less. We're getting all this deep information and therapy in three minutes or less, right, when we're on social media. But that's really not the truth. And so gradually building the resilience and then having that self-compassion is so, so, so important because there will be times when you feel like, hey, that's not how I wanted things to happen. And that's okay because there's going to be opportunity for you to, 
correct those things, right? Accountability, or there will be opportunities to make that change. And then again, practicing that muscle. Subconscious things happen every day. We've been so conditioned that sometimes we don't even realize the subconscious actions and words that are a part of our life. And mindfulness, excuse me, and mindfulness is a way that we can actually address those things, okay? It'll make it easier for us to adapt to the adversity and maintain our mental well-being. Okay, 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 okay. So I've been yapping my gums enough now. It's time for us to hand the reins over to you and let you continue to dive deep with us. Follow us over to Messenger WhatsApp to continue the conversation. And again, like I said, we do have a group, a private Facebook group, so that we can talk freely in there about the topics um, every week. Or if you're not able to make it that week, go ahead and jump in anytime. The conversations will always be live, okay? So look out for the specific topics. Um, It will be myself and other leapers in the group as well. I'd love to hear about the meditation techniques that you're using and your progress. Um, since you started implementing them, what works best for you. And I'm pretty sure other leapers would like to hear as well, especially if you're just starting on this journey or for other people who are just starting on this journey. All right, so reach out on Messenger, um, Shay Tostin, S-H-E-A space T-O-S-T-O-N. And if you go on Facebook, you will see um, my flyer and it will have... um, the QR code, right, for the WhatsApp information. And so go ahead, jump online, connect with us, all right? Thank you for taking the time to leap with us today. I'd like to give a shout out to Ghana for the warm welcome and the unapologetic team for loaning me out for this podcast. I'm just definitely having a great time. I'm very grateful for all the listeners and everyone rocking with us for this um, session every Monday and Wednesday, okay? So join us next time for another stepping stone to reconnect with self and access the knowledge you're born with, okay? To navigate your journey of self-actualization. I'll see you at the crossroads, same time, same station. Thank you.